I've got some bad news, folks. Christmas is going to be canceled. Where's Christmas? Lisa, where's Christmas? Ken will never find us now. This just in from the Weather Bureau. A severe storm warning is now in effect for the entire mountain region. All roads have been closed until further notice. Oh, no. What about Grandma's? What about Christmas? Welcome back to the pod. It's Princess Jafar's Christmas is Cancelled. I'm Princess Jafar and Christmas is Cancelled. And today on Princess Jafar's Christmas is Cancelled, we have an extra special guest here to talk to us about an extra special episode of an extra special show. Yeah, that's right. We have Lily here from Serpentine uh, and the extra special show is The Simpsons and the extra special episode is Bart versus Thanksgiving which came out on a very auspicious day. That's 11-22-1990. So we'll be right here to talk to you about all of this and so much more after a quick word from our sponsor. from Lily M's album on serpentine.bandcamp.com. Please check out the full album and buy it today.
Hey, it's Slim from Half Five Productions, wishing you happy holidays. Even though Christmas is canceled, you can still stuff your stockings with a sack full of singles from Lynn Star, Quiet, Cello, El Bouye, and Shaki Shaki at HighFiveMusic.co. That's dot C-O. While you're there, pick up some of our latest merch for yourself or your loved ones. We have tees, sweatshirts, and beanies ready for cold winter nights. Baby, pull me close. Want nothing in between us. Let's join our souls. Let's get me. How are you, doll? I'm great. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm a little caffeinated and just having a quiet cold day yes i'm i'm very similar just just a little caffeinated uh, uh not quite all the way caffeinated yet um having having a very very quiet very cold little day do you have like a normal routine at all um i do and i'm kind of off of it right now uh, but usually uh Usually I have coffee in the morning and I'm just out. So oh, okay. Uh, late little tea. I feel like in your orbit around your world for a while, I've been like seeing your work and listening to your music. And we tried to work together a few times and I don't know if it's ever really come to fruition. It, yeah. It, I feel like we started trying to do that. Uh, yeah around the time that I was like slowing down and playing less shows and I moved away and um, yeah, I've been like pretty, pretty quiet kind of doing things on my own for a while now. Um, uh, so definitely someday when I can play shows again. Um, yeah. You know, you should do something. But <laughs> I, would, I would love to, I mean, just the like, the name Serpentine would look so good with Princess Jafar just because of the snake vibe. Um, so yeah. I, I just want that on a poster. Um, we should just make a fake poster. How about that? That'd make me happy. Um, yeah, that's a start. <laughs> okay. Um, we can also maybe do like a one-off single sometime. That's a, that's a fun idea. Oh, that would be fun. That would be great. <clears throat> this, this will, this will probably come out after this. So I think I can talk about it, but um, this weekend I was talking to a friend about Matt with two T's and Hunter, um, Hunter mm. Colt Paulson. And I was like, they need to have a project called Matt with two thousands of B's. <laughs> and then like, no joke, it's like two days later on Facebook, Hunter was like, who wants to work with me? And Matt with two T's was like, I do. And I was like, I want to produce this. <laughs> so we have a meeting later to talk about it. I'm All really right. excited. Yeah, a little prophecy. Um, and do you believe in prophecy? And like, um, I'm like taking a break from prophecy. You know, I you know I've you know been interested in the divination and the astrology and all that. It's yeah. it's fun. But lately, I'm like, you know, maybe this is just another. <clears throat> uh, maybe this is kind of just another story that I'm putting between myself and what's actually happening. And maybe mm -hmm. if I want to know what's going to happen, I should just like pay attention more you know so i'm trying that lens on right now so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> that's interesting just like yeah using the 
tools you you already have in your senses and your intuition and yeah right because yeah. promises yeah that stuff it's fun to think about the future but it's also like that stuff can be self-fulfilling you know if someone tells you for years like oh you're uh you're an aquarium they're just like this like these are the kinds of things you're into you're like oh yeah sure i guess <laughs> yeah you like holding fish yeah uh, yeah well i i did just take uh, um the, uh, not the natal chart, but the same company that has the natal chart one, they have like mm -hmm. a, um, a pie chart that they'll give you of your um, four elements. Ooh. And um, that, okay, I'm not going to tell this on the podcast. I'm going to cut this out. But I got yeah. like basically like um, this much of a circle, right? Um, mm. Like more than probably like 80 percent was um earth and um earth and air no earth yeah earth and fire mm -hmm. yeah earth and fire and then the tiniest bit was water and air and i'm like it just and then the description afterwards it just made so much sense i was like oh god feel so bad for everyone who's ever had to know me um, <laughs> i didn't know i was just so thirsty oh. <laughs> that's the problem and here, I, and here i am drinking caffeine instead of water but whatever no it's a blessing well, that's the one nice thing about it i guess with all these things is they do sort of emphasize like oh whatever you're like that's great that's like another way that some people are and people appreciate it too you know yeah um yeah i don't I don't know. I guess I, I guess maybe I do put stock in it because I do check it. I don't think I check it as much as people on Twitter, <laughs> but I definitely check it more than people on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, I know this is like an old topic too, but like Twitter, Twitter really needs to like crack down on those automatic astrology posts. Oh, is that a thing? I, I'm not on Twitter. That's a fast-paced realm. They, they've it got astrology fast. bots. They've got well, kind of. People problem. sign up for it. Like, people do um, it themselves. Like, they're like, oh, just put your Twitter in here and we'll tweet out, like, half a sentence every day about your uh, sign. Um, so it's like, for more on Gemini's, click here. But it's, like, pretty it, terrible. This stuff is, like, we have so many people... Uh, and I'm talking about myself now who like can program computers and we have nothing good to do with it. Like literally <laughs> like too much time on your hands and you know too much, you spend too much time learning scripting and you're like, I don't know, I'll fucking make a Twitter bot. Is that what people want? Is this what society wants from technology? That's what I want. That's what I want from technology. <laughs> um, I added the word bot to my Twitter handle just to kind of, oh, almost like as a pr protection for myself. Yeah. To be like, it's not me. That's a that's a bot account. I do not control that. Um, oh, and okay. you can fly under the radar, right? Um, so then it just looks like everything I tweet is just like a amalgamation of words, which it kind of is. I kind of do just say <laughs> buzzwords. Um, it's it's one of my favorite things to do, and I like to um do polls, like run polls that are like either like wordplay or just like weird. Um, mutations of buzzwords um, to see. I need to know. I need to. I need to find out. Um, 
Do you ever have you gotten any that have surprised you how people have voted? And do you ever get feedback that you're like, oh wow, people really <laughs> resonated with this differently yeah. than I thought? Yes, I get really um like excitable about it because I can't vote because I made the poll. So yeah. I get, I'm and then the comments like this is not going the way it was supposed to go. Um, and, you know, it's also nice because if you don't like the, the results of a vote, you can just, you know, demand a recount. Um, oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. You know who, who always wins elections is who counts the votes. It's the old joke. Uh, stupid. Yeah. Um, have you seen the Simpsons episode where – Bart runs for class president. I think it's also in season two. Oh yeah, that one's great. Um, One for Martin, two for Martin. It's yeah. A vote for Bart is a vote for anarchy, and they're both advertised. <laughs> yes, um, sex. Now that I have your attention, vote for Bart. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I think season two is my favorite season. Um, I have a tattoo on my thigh that says you are lisa simpson which is from the episode where mr bergstrom leaves forever yeah. dustin hoffman um yeah. and i really love that and that tattoo was done by our beautiful lovely handsome friend math goth yes the magnanimous um, math goth yes um which was really just great to have such a like warm soul like doing your tattoos i'm really fortunate that like both of my tattoos were done by math goth actually mm. um so i never had to like so it was like a experience with somebody that like in the community you know yeah. instead of just like a random face a friendly experience it was a friendly experience and i felt um. safe yeah, I'll have to I'll have to mention here that uh, if anyone misses, you know, getting tattooed right now, doesn't quite feel up to it. Math Goth is uh, selling selling paintings on Instagram. Go check out their their paintings; are really fantastic. Uh, That's a great solution too for people who don't want tattoos but love um, Math Goth's art and oh, yeah, right. creations, yeah. illustrations. Um, do you have any recent releases like on? the band camps and the sounds? Um, uh, I put out a little something recently on SoundCloud. My SoundCloud has more like one-off little things. So that's at Lilith James, L-I-L-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E-S. Okay. Um, but I have- How many L's one. was that? L-I-L-I? Yeah, that's right. Okay. L-I-L-I-T-H. Um, uh, and uh and the rest of the stuff is at serpentine.bandcamp.com um uh i really like took a break from it for a while i'm kind of doing i feel like i'm following the uh the very like old school uh you know rock band thing where i'm like no i have to take a couple years off between things <laughs> like you do gonna do other stuff um which is is kind of feels insane <laughs> in the current climate in a certain way, but, uh, you know. No, definitely. There's so much to life, you all. Uh, we all love listening to, to albums and recording albums, but there's there's so much more to life. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of think that something like music definitely needs life experience behind it. 
Not yeah. always. Like, you know, we've yeah, have our like eighteen year old celebrities, but and do you also um are you I mean, so you may have taken a break from music, but are you writing? Hmm. I'm doing a lot of journaling. I've been keeping like an elaborate diary for a while. Um, so I don't really know what that leads to. Um, but uh, so, so kind of yes and no. I've been writing and not really publishing. Um, and I've been playing with some visual art lately. I like uh, was cleaning my house, realized I had all this, these nice big sheets of paper. And so I've been doing just like marker on, on paper drawings. And uh, that's been very chill. That's a very uh, soothing uh, creative outlet right now. So um, there'll probably be some of that at some point when, when I figure out how I want to publish that. Yeah, self-soothing art is so important. And um I mean, when you're like a creator or an inventor, or inventor, <laughs> creator, or artist, whatever, um, it, I don't know. It's like, I feel like it just morphs into something else. And as you're saying, yeah, not everything has to be published and shared. Um, and it is important just to like, remember that these are tools that have um, personal value and that can make your life beautiful and don't really have to have an outward effect um and then maybe one day people will yeah. find all your tapestries and be like holy crap we need to put this in the museum what were they doing no certainly yeah yeah there's always a, there's an interesting tension there where there's like there's so many things in art can be you know it can it it, it, uh, it it can be this like beautiful thing that's just for just for doing things it's just something to do or it can be this really like therapeutic like self sort of indulgent thing, um, or it can be really aimed at like someone else's needs, the needs of an audience and, you know, mm -hmm. putting it outside. And um, I think that all that's really beautiful. And I think that for me, largely, it really is like, um, uh, my own practice is just really about catharsis and it's about like, you know, uh, I'm putting it out because there's a sense of urgency, not always. Um, mm -hmm. It's great when it's not that, but, uh, but a lot of it is, if, if I'm honest. Um, so, so yeah, it's it's interesting. Art's art's so cool like that. You can do you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yes, I I I have a sense of urgency in that. Like, I feel like the art is safer when it's on even YouTube than mm -hmm. on the computer because my, like the computers and hard drives we have, it's so fragile. And I've definitely lost projects before because of that. So. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, you could even make it private, but um, I I feel that urgency sometimes because I'm just like, I'm a unstable, like unreliable human. I shouldn't have this art in my hands. It's too That's valuable. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, everything, uh, everything falls apart. Getting stuff out there yeah. makes it part of the the whole like communication sphere and mm -hmm. like, even just in an email just send it to yourself so right, it's right. not just on your hard drive <laughs> yeah yeah good point <laughs> but that's just everybody, a personal thing that came out of just i've just experienced that recently yeah listen everybody even if you don't think of yourself as an artist back up all your files really like yes. <laughs> I get a public service announcement just a reminder and 
We are actually uh, being sponsored today by backup.files.us. Where you really? Can backup. Nice. <laughs> I know all your files. Uh, no, but we are actually sponsored today by Leading Edge. Leading Edge is, are the makers of IBM-compatible computer systems, including Lotus Lookalike Spreadsheet, Word Processing with Spelling Correction, Communication Software, and Hayes-compatible 1200 Bowed Modems. Leading Edge, with over 1,000 server centers nationwide. Additional funding is provided by McGraw-Hill, publishers of Byte. Byte's detailed technical articles on new hardware, software, and languages cover developments in computer technology worldwide. that from like a 1986 computer special christmas special and i was like i'm just gonna take that they're now they are now presenting the show um, nice that's fantastic it was probably my favorite thing we re reviewed so far um just because i had never seen it before and it was so specific and one of the things i said which i loved was um they were like what we really want for christmas our hope for christmas is that um a computer model will come out for the home market like they haven't gotten that apple yet that like got to <laughs> someday oh, oh my God. it was so funny i was like wow to just wait babes <laughs> just wait um i could talk about that show forever but you'll, well, you'll listen to it um but no i um asked you here today to um talk about um, Bart versus Thanksgiving. Um, we actually were going to talk about a season thirteen Christmas episode, but I want—I haven't done a Simpsons episode yet. So I didn't want to start with thirteen. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta go. Right. I love um, like Christmas or Simpsons roasting over an open fire. The first episode of the whole show. Beautiful. One of my favorite things ever. And I often think about this: that like, if the show weren't picked up after that one episode. I would still watch that one episode every year, multiple times a year. It's so strong. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, it's something special, you know, it really, it, it is, it is something unique that, that really, you can see why it was such a sort of inflection point for such a phenomenon. Um, hey, I'm going to go real quick. I think someone's at my door. I'm going to just take a second. Okay. No worries. You're back. Okay. Um, do you have to send out the cassette tapes that sell on your band camp? Yes. That sucks. <laughs> Is that hard uh, for you to do or do you already have them packaged up and everything? Uh, no, yeah, honestly, it's like harder than it should be just because I, I tend to be like forgetful and I don't yeah. mail things in normal life. Uh, I'm not that accustomed to it, but I mean, yeah. it's no big deal. But Okay. But I'm do, looking... do you want one? Do you need some? <laughs> Um, I already have one. 
Yeah, yeah. I definitely have one right here. <laughs> so I just went to your site and you have name your own price albums and five dollar tapes. For sure. And I had yeah, I had to take off my like prize, whatever it's called, merchandise on Bandcamp because I didn't send out two things. <laughs> and people were like, Hey, when am I getting that print? And I was like, Never. Here's your five dollars back. Um, but I uh I did start using um threadless for merch so that it just like or any of those sites where they they pick it and they print it out and it sends it to them that's nice yeah i appreciate that um but i got over my like impossible task of the post office recently i sold two um of these like cassette tapes that i that i have they're filled with like 90s ephemera like um stickers and pins and pogs but then at the same time i have like a big collection of photographs of pittsburgh people so i make stickers and pogs out of them and like just combine it together oh that's so cool but inside this is like all this shit like (laughs) a titanic pin just popped out um and like parker posey film stills but i sell these for 25 or 50 dollars and it just depends on like what level of cool shit i put in the box mm-hmm. but i sold two for 50 nice that's a hundred dollars yeah that's killer it's really killer because i i lost unemployment this week so oh i'm sorry to hear that uh yeah that's, that's, that's a struggle i'm on unemployment right now yeah in pennsylvania in, in pennsylvania yes yes i'm on pennsylvania employment compensation right now it's um, so great because in ohio they decided that in october because the unemployment rate fell that they were cutting it in december oh my god isn't that wild that like the highest that it has ever been <laughs> could possibly be <laughs> right um so hopefully people are fighting that but i don't know ohio doesn't really have that um that flair um they're kind of like yeah bootstraps <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing what we can i, I hope I, I, I mean it's it's weird but like because philly is hit so hard like pennsylvania's taking it so seriously and I just don't think that like Columbus or Cincinnati or Cleveland have been hit as hard as that city. Um, but I bet I have, I don't know. I just don't really ever hear Cincinnati news. Cause I don't, I should, I should tune in. Um, comment below. If you have some great Cincinnati news feeds, we want to hear them. Yeah. Tell us about Cincinnati. It's all about it. Okay. Well, people came here today to listen to Simpsons talk. So, um, uh, I I kind of want to be a, a dork for a second and tell you a little Please. bit about these um, the producers behind this episode. We have some like TV sitcom gold here. So we're gonna start the Simpsons producer uh, Wonderland train with James L. Brooks. We, you know we've like seen these names on the opening of Simpsons a billion times. 
but this person um okay his his film history goes back to 1965 where he wrote two episodes of a hit show this is your first trivia question called where this man's mother turns into an object okay like has this, this this object has the mother's soul was it my mother the horse my mother the house or my mother the car oh gosh uh i i don't know is it the car it's I the car like yes, yes you're you're right um, I feel like they don't make fun of this enough on The Simpsons. Like they've had a they had an episode called "My Mother the Carjacker" that was about Homer's mom. Oh, that's funny. But overall, when they mention bad shows, they should be mentioning this more often. Right, <laughs> right. <They're laughs> so that's he funny. also worked on like Andy Griffith Show, um, Doris Day Show. All, um, but he is the creator of a few interesting shows. He's in, the creator of a show called Room 222, which was about a um, a black teacher and principal, who I think the principal also, um, maybe no, the principal was white, but a black teacher who is like fighting segregation vibes in oh. uh, 1970. Um, wow. But something interesting about this is that this principal's name is Seymour Kaufman. <laughs> so that's, I would say, definitely where we get the name um, Seymour Skinner from. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, I had no idea. That's cool. Right? So I'm glad you're into these little factoids. <laughs> yeah, um, really. So the voice of Garfield, not Bill Murray. Bill Murray does a fine job as Garfield. But the voice of Garfield, Lorenzo Music. Did you know that name? Lorenzo Music? Oh, beautiful. The first time I saw it written, I was so confused by it because it sounds like a company. Right, yeah, yeah, or like a genre. Like, oh, you know, like Lorenzo Music. Are you into Lorenzo Music? Of course I am. (laughs) It's Garfield. Um, Well, that guy, like, that, like, Garfield voice of, like, oh, yeah. I I can't really do it, but does it it make sense at all? Um, Yes. Kind of like Stoner, Wisconsin. I don't know. But um, not 70s show, but like, you know, old Stoner, Wisconsin. But um, he had one show, like one episode of a show. It's available on YouTube. It's called the, um, the New Lorenzo Music Show. And it's also called, there's another one from 1980 called Carlton, Your Doorman. I definitely recommend Carlton, Your Doorman. It's an animated mm-hmm. um, character um, who was never seen in the show Rhoda, but in Rhoda, she's always buzzing in people and her doorman is always like drunk and it's the voice of Garfield. It's Lorenzo music. So if you have like blown through everything Garfield, you can find on like Amazon, watch some Rhoda and you'll hear Garfield's voice. And it's basically the same character, except for he can drink. Um, But the thing about James L. Brooks is that he is the creator of the Mary Tyler Moore show and Rhoda and this um, really confusing show. It's called Phyllis, but it doesn't have Phyllis okay. Diller. It has Cloris Leachman. And it's just okay. like, why do you have Cloris Leachman playing someone named Phyllis when Cloris Leachman and Phyllis Diller are so similar? They're like old, <laughs> cranky comedians. Like, like, ah, just yeah. separate. But he also created that. 
um, James L. Brooks, and he created Taxi, and he created the Tracy Ullman Show. He also wrote the screenplay and directed Terms of Endearment um, and Broadcast News, which is available right now on Hulu. I recommend that if you don't mind being triggered by 80s movies. Um, So, well, basically pretty much everything we watch on this podcast um, requires a lot of trigger warnings because it's like, it's made for TV, but it's just like wild. I, I mean, I, my impression is that television is kind of more like this, or at least it was for a long time. I don't watch that much now, but it's funny because like with a movie, it's like, oh, it might have this particular offensive thing that was in the culture or not, but it's only going for like an hour and a half. So they might not, they don't have time to get to everything that's part of the culture that we're like, oh God, I don't want to see this. But a TV show has years, they have all this time. They're gonna get to it. It's just a matter of time. That's such a good point. Wow. So it's just like inevitable that yeah. they'll yeah, yeah. I mean if it's yeah. like a real distillation of where the popular culture was at, then like it, it kind of it feels like it is. Not to let people off the hook for it or whatever, but like I, I don't know any TV shows that are exceptions really. Like if you go long right. enough, you're gonna you know, insult me in this way and do this other weird thing. Yeah, I I really like watching shows that are you know, pretty unenjoyable and terrible. Um, like I was, I watched maybe like fifteen episodes of Friends, <laughs> and you know it's just like shocking how shocking it is. Yeah. Uh, but then I I got off of that by switching to Will and Grace, which is like another show that like it's pretty, uh, you know, unbearable. But I don't know. There's something interesting about it. Something interesting to me as like a cultural critic um but wow like i feel like that show should have bleeps on it because, <laughs> because of the words yeah. they say i'm like i don't even say it. i don't i've never said that <laughs> this is like on tv i've yeah. never said that and this is on tv oh gosh yeah well okay well um let's jump into the episode um Ooh. It's it's a Thanksgiving episode, which I, I feel like every show has one or two. Um, did you have any like Thanksgiving this year? Oh, I mean, uh, no, kind of, I guess. I, I did spend uh, that Thursday uh, cooking a bunch of stuff and brought around some food to some some friends' houses. Um, so that, nice. was, that was nice. That's really nice. That's good. I um, was with my sister and uh, her little family, and it was a very cute little thing. Um, and But then immediately after, uh, her coworker was, like, exposed to COVID. And oh, so we, like, went into, like, serious lockdown for, like, two weeks. But all the tests came back negative, including the coworkers. Um, but it was just, like so stressful yeah it like really is like an emotional and like physical it really is you know daily it's hard it's hard we've had some close calls where it was like okay everybody has to get tested you know Mm -hmm. um and it's scary you know it, it it brings you back to back to the reality of it you know yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like it's not just it's not all right it's not just the memes it's not just this inconvenient stuff it's like it's horrible thing yeah it's like really sad when like i mean this is this is the most heart-wrenching moment on the podcast but like when my sister couldn't hold her baby for a week a week oh, God. you know like and just like to wave at her from like across the room and she's yeah. like why can't my mom fucking hold me yeah right she doesn't know god that's sad yeah oops <laughs> i want this pause um okay um well speaking of sad <clears throat> this is a very sad episode of simpsons because it's all about family um it's interesting like how much i relate to bart and lisa at the same time i feel mm, yeah yeah i feel like that's that's good writing and i i feel that too i totally feel that i've been on both sides of this uh this dynamic in my life for sure i would yeah. like to say as a child but i don't think that's fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah no definitely it's like i mean and it's really the fault of the parents i would say because both of the kids feel unappreciated and like unattended to and yeah. it's like yeah they are you're right yeah yeah it's you know uh, the end of the day it's like i feel like everyone's in a similar situation where there's this like fundamental problem of like uh of of, like emotional awareness or just like the patience to be there and, and notice your emotions and 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 that's hard for everyone. I mean, it's it's always going to be hard for kids, and um, clearly it's hard for a lot of adults. Like you see so much emotional reactivity in this in this episode. People who just like can't handle the the strong emotion they're feeling in a way that doesn't like you know uh, hurt people and, and move their hurt like outside to others. Um, you know, certainly the parents have, have had the most opportunities to like get over this, but yeah, you know, but it's hard. Clearly, a lot of people don't. It's hard, and they the parents. I mean, maybe not Homer, but Marge is juggling a lot. Um, uh, her mom comes in and she says she has laryngitis, but she's she can still say one thing, and that's she's Marge has always disappointed her. <laughs> Idea. Poor <laughs> oh it's so funny though i love it um and um the lisa is um lisa is making a centerpiece for the table that is a cornucopia of white feminist leaders i think yes. they're all white yeah and um which is fine she's seven um <laughs> she's doing great she's doing great yeah (laughs) um but one of them i think is so interesting that they mention is um marjorie stoneman douglas who is um who like basically dedicated her life to preserving the florida everglades and i just love lisa (laughs) oh me too oh Oh, my god yeah no lisa's a, a a gem just a wonderful character i you know I, I definitely in general relate to her a lot i feel like they give lisa a lot of the arcs of like uh you know just 
just being a long suffering, like sensitive, thoughtful person, you know, just a lot of relatable stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And like the decline of Lisa lines up perfectly with the decline of the show. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Like she just gets, I mean, imagine being like a family guy writer, like a crass stand-up comedian. Who's like a white guy. Like imagine being like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say it, but like Louis C.K. or something like that. And you have, oh to write, you have to write for Lisa. You would have no right, how you yeah. write for a character that you don't understand. Like they need to hire right, or respect. funny uh, black writers because, yeah, I mean, true. yeah. I, I The Simpsons, I feel like started way more as racially ambiguous um they really tried to make them a white family later on but in the beginning i feel like a lot of their hairstyles make more sense if they were black i feel like a lot of the like yeah customs and like the pop culture that they get into makes more sense as a black family but because they're yellow they switched it like it's 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 just like they picked it that they're that they're white right Um, they they end up making fault that's really interesting i I hadn't thought of it that way, even though obviously like the Black Simpsons are such a, a an iconic um, like characters of their own from right. outside of the um, That's interesting. I saw on Wikipedia reading about this that this is the first episode where the police officer Lou is like black, uh, mm-hmm. like is is colored brown and uh, in the first season was yellow. So so there really is something where like they started more like uh, everyone's sort of like racially ambiguous and unmarked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's weird that like in the Simpsons world, if you're white, you're like Japanese, um, and if you're brown, you're black, and if you're yellow, you're white. So it's like it's it's weird. Yeah. But um, I just weird. watched a super depressing. 40 minute breakdown of the Simpsons and uh, yeah, it is horrifyingly sad. Um, Wait, where's this? Who's, who's this by? How do, how do we follow? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it. I'm going to find it right now because yeah, yeah, I definitely it. send it to, I sent it to like eight people immediately, which I don't always do with like, you know, YouTube videos, but right. I was like, this sure. is important for people who, let me see what what it was. What was it called? Let me see. Yeah, no, that's a really good point about the standpoint of the writers. I feel like that has always been like one of the big like weaknesses, and one of the things that really like falls short of The Simpsons is it has this such an ambitious um, idea of like we're going to satirize the entire society you know we have all these characters that represent all these different like facets of society and all these different people um and it's you know uh, a cool thing and a unique thing but it's definitely a thing where their reach is sort of like further than their grasp in some ways because they don't actually have that much insight on a lot of uh, you know places in society that they're not from you know because there's that kind of homogeneity or it seems like i don't really know that many of the writers but um 
you know, it, it certainly seems like there's some things you get, you get written more from like an inside perspective and some are more just like uh, outside, you know, othered. Yeah. Um, I like, <laughs> I lost it, but um, okay. I found it. I found the video though. <laughs> oh, and it's right on to what you're saying. It's called Simpsons and the death of parody. Um, and it is by this philosophy channel that I really can't pronounce it. It's Jonas C with the, uh, triangle on top E I K A C C K philosophy, but Simpsons and the death of parody should come right up because it just came out last week and it already has 132,000 views. Cool. It's 40 minutes long and it will ruin your day, but it's (laughs) worth it. Yeah. that. That's like a couple episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, it's like two episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Simpsons I, like I, would, I gotta keep that in mind when I'm watching like like YouTube criticisms because you see some up there that it's like, you know, a two hour criticism of an hour and a half long movie, and I'm like, why well, could just watch it? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, and it's not always the best thing too because like I watched a lot of critiques of like midsummer for example oh, okay before oh. i saw it and so i was like yeah. oh, I'm not, i don't know i was like i'm not gonna see that no one likes right. it but then like my like literally like my best friend it's like their favorite movie yeah so it's like <laughs> that is so funny i was just talking to someone about this how we both like haven't seen midsummer kind of want to but kind of already hate it <laughs> like but we already know so much about it you know through just like cultural osmosis or whatever just people critique i guess um so yeah that's a great example that's funny yeah yeah um i uh i feel like i don't know sometimes it's even confusing if you've seen a film or not because you've seen so much of it (laughs) like if you've seen the simpsons you've seen most of um what's it called uh the one about the um newspaper publisher conglomerate uh citizen kane oh yeah citizen kane yeah that's how i feel like like i have not seen that movie but i feel like if i saw it there would be like very few very little that i haven't seen you know i watched it once and i watched it like in 2012 and literally it is like simpsons moment after simpsons moment after (laughs) simpsons moment it's like oh I have seen this movie already. Um, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Is there any like um, other takeaways like from this episode? I wanted to say that I love the song. Um, do bat, do bat, do that, do that, do that, 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 yeah, we're dancing, dancing, dancing. Like I, it's one of the songs I love singing to myself because you can just sing it on repeat and I'm like, I love it. The song is great. Yeah, I was impressed. <laughs> Like wow, they really did that original just season two. Um, yeah, uh, that's a great little little number. Um, yeah, that whole bit is funny. The 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 Super Bowl halftime show is a tribute to the Western Hemisphere, like <laughs> the most rockinous hemisphere. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's it's funny how irrelevant hemispheres are, and I love the, the pride <laughs> and the nationalism attached to a hemisphere. Is, is yes, cool. 
It's such a good yeah. commentary on America. Right. Um, this and oh, another song I love from this episode is "Mom, It's Broken." Mom, it's broken. Yeah. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Yeah. Oh, honey, please, you're in the way. Can't I help you, Mom? Well, okay. Let's see. Can you do the cranberry sauce? Yeah. Where is it? The can is in the cupboard on the bottom shelf. Here? No, 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 the other shelf. Oh, got it. Now what? Open the can. No problemo. Where's the can opener? It's in the second drawer from the right. No, 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 the other one. Oh, I got you. It's broken, Mom. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mm -hmm. Mom, it's broken. I don't think that it's broken, honey. Here, let me try. Here you go. Ah, cranberry sauce a la Bart. Just stick it in the refrigerator when you're done, Bart. Bart? I mean, this this episode is great because it's funny. It's a it's it's got the like it's got the commentary and like we get a lot of Mr. Burns being like <laughs> super yeah. ultra elite. Um, yeah. And like, you know, not eating any of the food, but, um, and we get Lisa with her like ergonomically designed chair and like all these cute yeah. things. Um, but it, so uh, with all the commentary, we still, because of James L. Brooks, basically, we still get that like nice sit, that nice consumable sitcom format. Um, mm. and like the nice like family feels like this is such a good, like, uh, like make you feel cozy episode and and like not in a gross way we're like an episode of home improvement or <laughs> uh growing pains would yeah make you feel weird after like, we'll stop watching it like ugh. yeah yeah um no yeah there's that's totally something really like earnest and and relatable about like um <sighs> Yeah, I don't know, getting in a fight with someone you care about and then stewing in it for a while before you sort of have to slow down and be like, oh, right, I feel bad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I was really struck by the scene where uh, Bart is, like, imagining, like, oh, what's going to happen if I apologize? And everyone is like, oh, everything's your fault. We're just going to blame you <laughs> forever. You know, it's like you start apologizing uh when people want you to that it's never going to stop and that's such a oh that's such a such a nightmare and i feel like that's one of those like irrational fears that's so easy to carry around without noticing it until you're like oh wait right I, it's like it's fine like it's not even uh you know we don't need a, a bless a vessel for blame um uh -huh. apparently to um just be honest about like, oh my God, and I did this this horrible thing. I, and I, I feel like maybe if we can all just imagine that sequence in our heads, um, we can step out of that bubble. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and maybe if we visualize ourselves as those horrifying exaggerations. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I think those that same animation sequence is used in the Deep Deep Trouble video also. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I have one thing to show you today. Oh, cool. And then we can wrap this up and talk about your um, band camps and SoundCloud one more time. But cool. um, let me see. 
We don't have to watch the whole thing, but <laughs> these are the original commercials that aired with the, the um, is brought to you by Apple Christmas Cinnamon special, Cheerios. not Thanksgiving, but the sounds of a whole oh, wow. and by Apple Cinnamon Cheerios are so feeling. 80s to me. Like, that's, uh, I want one so bad. Things are starting to get pretty busy in the North Pole mailroom. So to help get your child's letter to Santa, look for the special Dear Santa letter on packs of Coca-Cola Classic. It's the easiest way it's to the write. only way to communicate with Santa. Coca-Cola <laughs> send a donation to Toys for Tots. So your child's wishes can make another child's wishes come true. Merry Christmas. Happy Valentine's From Coca-Cola Classic. Listen. Oof. Apples. <laughs> Are those Paris license? <laughs> yes. To the sounds of a Wow! Real Wow! Wonder they were like Bundy's life explode it, so blow it up. Look who he's got for a guardian angel. Loser! Sam yes, Sam Kinison. Tonight. Oh wow. Oh, she's a regular living single very soon after. You can see why she's carrying this commercial like it is her own sitcom. Like I'm into her. But hi. And that was Kim Coles, excuse me, as Sinclair. Yeah, I don't know where it comes from, you know. As long as it keeps coming, right? What is this a commercial for? Jeans? It's a commercial for jazz. It's a commercial for jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Jeans! I got it! Yes, I had not seen this yet, I promise. I think it's one of my favorite films of all time, but not like because I like watching it, just because I'm like so impressed that it was made. Wow. I'm always mistaken for Giorgio. I'm just as fabulous, but smarter. I'm Primo. It's so much. And like, could you imagine? This is normal. It's so Actually, cheesy. With children, yeah, yeah, it's really ridiculous. I feel like now it's so. Uh, I don't know. It's not. Uh, not the style to like show this much effort. Like, like seems to look more effort. Like, <laughs> you know, stop motion animations and commercials. Like, kind of want to not notice they're being advertised too. This is so the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, this it's is advertising like, time, everyone. Yeah, our weekly fun. Yeah, now it kind of like it kind of blends into the show you're watching, but um, okay. here it's like in your face. Yeah. They're, they're literally every show is showing how crunchy the food is. Like our <laughs> cinnamon shows crunch is so crunchy and loud. Who wants that? Who wants that experience? We want the crunchiest, loudest food. <laughs> 
And then Sam Kinison was yelling in your face. You it's just like allowed. Than any other car in its class. Toyota reliability. I love Toyota commercials. They're so good. I was amazed at Corolla's resale value, so I bought a new one. So you could sell it. Okay. I get a kick out of just looking at it. <laughs> I guess. Toyota. I wanted this job more than anything. I wake up the morning of my interview with a cough, but I mean a cough that would not quit. So I'm thinking, terrific, there goes my job, there goes my interview. So I found a drugstore, I pick out a medicine, but they said that I'd be better off with something that was going to work as well as codeine. And they gave me Formula 44. Today's Formula codeine? 44, as what? effective as doctor recommended codeine <laughs> without narcotic side effects. Doubtful. Without the side effects, I doubt it. Is that ketchup? <laughs> it's just as good as coding. Could you imagine hearing that on TV today? That's crazy. Lipton tea? Yes. Microwave that beef. Damn. Family favorites. Home cooking for people who can't stay home cooking. Hello. Hi, gang. This is Bart Simpson. Now that I am a huge star, uh, now that we're all huge stars, the Simpsons are getting their own series premiering Sunday, January 14th on Fox. Fun. Wow. It sounded like Huey Herman almost. <laughs> Love makes you real. Popular Sony Walkman, now just $27.99. So sad. Or for $29.99, oh. the exciting Kodak reflection camera. Those are pretty cameras. They are. This is very, uh, very pleasing. That was a weird one. That was so odd. Hey, you know yeah. that original Taco Bell taco for just 49 cents? 49 cents? That's pretty expensive, I feel like. For the $19.99. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you get a walk and what is that bus? Yeah. <laughs> Soft shell tacos too. Fuck. I don't want this to ever end, but we're almost to the end of it. They went really fast, actually. That's the beauty of commercials. Seven minutes later, don't even notice it. <laughs> well, so weird. What a strange dimension in the commercial realm. I love it. Okay, if I love heightened things, like, okay, sitcoms are heightened, but then sitcom specials are even more heightened. Both the commercials that they put on the sitcom specials is like the the most saturated form of what America thinks it is. That's yeah, yeah, that's true. That's something. <laughs> it's, I admire your 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 dedication to an appreciation for that that aesthetic zone because it's like, oh, it's kind of unbearable. I feel like I have to like uh, like depressurize. Like I'm coming up from like you know uh, underwater. <laughs> no, exactly. That will be enough TV for you for like the next. I would say. 21 days like really, just right yeah. off that don't don't watch anymore it might it might throw off your balance so no, I'm about to go like watch some grass grow <laughs> <laughs> <Great> <laughs> idea. 
Well, um, I think that's a great idea. I think we should all do that. Actually, everyone go outside. We have a little pocket into warmth today. So yes. get outside and do something great. Um, make some art for yourself and don't publish it, but do send it to yourself in an email to secure it, but you don't have to share it. Um, but uh, Lily, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you for having, so much for having me on for this. It's always wonderful to see you. Uh, and this has been fun. Yes, it's so great to see your gorgeous little face. And um, would you say your socials for me one more time for our audience? Yeah, for sure. You can find me on um, soundcloud.com slash Lilith James, L-I-L-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E-S. Oh, that's important. There's an I in there. Yeah, there's an I in there. (laughs) Isn't that cute? Yeah, it is actually. Uh, Hi, Mace. Or serpentine.bandcamp.com. Serpentine, yes. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Christmas is canceled. Uh, so is Thanksgiving. And, and you know what? We're gonna, and it's going to be fine. We're going to be all right, everybody. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to season one of Princess Jafar's Christmas is Canceled. Please stay tuned for season two coming out on February 14th. 2021 we're gonna have mother's day episodes easter episodes fourth of july episodes and of course all of the classic holidays you have come to love like christmas thanksgiving halloween and new year's so just come in it's gonna be like a week or two from now and we're gonna have a full new season with 12 new exciting guests on princess jafar's christmas is canceled thank you so much for joining me i love all of you Christmas is canceled. Stay home. Bye. Bye, babes. Bye, baby. Ciao. Another Princess Jafar online production.